Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972 Go Men's Tea or visit mensteaclinic.com. Hour number one of the G Bag Nation. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. What a win for the Dallas Mavericks as they put a bow on Christmas Day. Luka Doncic, historical night. For him, as the Mavs were able to beat the Phoenix Suns, did that give you a little bit of help to get over what happened with the Cowboys on Christmas Eve? Zach Wolchuk alongside Brian Broaddus. We got Lucius Alexander, and Carter, I believe, is off today, but I'm sure he's going to be back tomorrow, which means we'll have a little Carter Goes Harder joining us tomorrow as well. But appreciate everybody hanging out with us, 877-881-1053, the number to text in. Uh, We got a loaded show for you. Coming up, of course, we'll have the G-Bag of the Day. At 2.30, we will have the McCarthy press conference at 3.30. I'm sure everybody very interested in what Coach McCarthy going to say. And then Todd Archer at 5.20. And our guy Jeff Cobb going to join us from Fox 4 News coming up at 6 o'clock. But, Brian, I know uh, we've had a couple of days now to digest. We did the postgame yeah. show until 9.30. Uh, what were some of the – and we'll do Krusty's Corner at 2.40, so I don't want you to just, you know – No, it's okay. We'll, we'll just talk, you know. But I uh, – Still, still, certainly frustrated because that seemed like it was such a winnable game. And going yeah. back and rewatching, and a lot of times this happens in the National Football League. Buffalo the week before it wasn't like this, but I mean both phases, well, really all three phases, you played like absolute doo doo. But my goodness gracious, going away from your best player for two and a half quarters, and then literally just to play here or there, much like uh, the loss earlier in the season in Philadelphia. You really felt like you could have won this game. Yeah, you felt like you could have. And the way they started off offensively, I kind of felt like that, you know, okay, they're they're going to make Miami have to uh, defend them in a different way. You know, they can't just sit there and and uh, feel like that, you know, Kahu, uh, their their yeah. corner was going to be able to just, uh, you know, take CeeDee Lamb and, and cover him all over the field. And, you know, they really they didn't really do anything different once CeeDee started making all the plays. We saw a little bit more of some of the linebacker blitzing, uh, a little bit more of the game. I'll tell you where they. I'll tell you where the Dolphins do a really good job. And and if you're into pass rushing, there. The, the, remember Zach was talking about the T T stunt yes. tackle tackle stunts. Well, there's stunts where they take their tackles or their and their ends. In this case, like a, a, a you know with with Chubb. And they will drive him so far and so hard inside, and he will run right into like as a pick. And then Siler, the the end will come around, and then you know he's right there, you know. And it, it and then but you know Adoka can't get over to stop. So now all of a sudden he can't get over to stop uh, Chubb from being the penetrator. Mm-hmm. But it just totally destroys your blocking scheme, you know, with the way and and Dallas. We've seen Dallas at times do this where they're able to that that penetrator just runs right into the block. Kids it's like you're setting that pick yeah. and then getting the other guy home. But they do it the opposite way. They take their best pass rusher 
and slam him and use him as the pick, and then he's able to get off that and then be right there on the on the quarterback. So yeah, it, that just really speaks to how good Bradley Chubb is. It, it speaks to how good the Dolphins' four-man rush scheme is. But they, and you, you notice they don't blitz. They I mean, don't, they're, they're, they don't, and they did. They, they got a lot they, of pressure on Dak. Yeah, and, and what the, what's what's fascinating too about the way that they, you know, when they bring their linebackers, is that you know you Dallas didn't handle that well. They didn't handle the linebacker blitz well, and that's you know usually you have a back Pollard or out or you know somebody the guards handle but they just did not handle that pressure part of it very well and you know there was a couple of times I mentioned the hot reads that you know yeah. you're, you're you're sitting there and you're watching it and I'm thinking okay Steele's right here Steele is picking up Lyman are always taught take the first threat and so you get a long the linebacker blitzes he's first threat boom take him quarterback's responsible for the widest guy okay so when the widest guy rushes you know you have to throw it hot. And the receiver to that side usually sees the blitzer and turns for the ball. It happened a couple of different times in this game, and they didn't execute it. And so you're now you're kind of like going, wow, were they that jacked up with protection? You know, that. but the thing with Lamb, uh, you know, I mean, to his credit, he was there was only a couple of times where you saw him, and I used the word melt, where he just like, oh, just get me the ball here. Just please get me the ball here. That slant, his first slant he's caught for a touchdown in his career, by the way. In his career. In his career. That yeah. is shocking. So, I would not so, have thought but, that. But the safety, you know, the safety takes a bad angle. He runs away from another guy. I mean, that's they just didn't have an answer for CeeDee Lamb in this game. And, and, and that's what bothers me sometimes when you get in these games and you're like, just keep, you know, Give him the ball 15 times and see if he could catch 12 of them. Yeah, and, and he probably would have. And, and make the Dolphins have to do something different. And they really didn't. It's like you – it's like it, – Mike even admitted when they got backed up, they, they just didn't have – they couldn't run the ball off the goal line. They ran it for one yard and then they threw two other times for nothing. They got pressure and all that. And, you know, they didn't have a good plan for that. But then they finally created the opportunity for CD on the third and six. Yes, they 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 motion like a bunch formation motion Tolbert wide. He draws Howard the corner away, which the Dolphins were doing to you, by the way. The first play of the game, or the one of the early plays, the ball that Hill dropped. Mm-hmm. Holy jeez! Oh, when he was wide open, oh probably would have been a house call. Motion the tight end out, widen the corner. They widen Bland, and now what have they done? They've created a lane between the corner and the safety on uh, no, to have to for for Hill to run. That that that's what you're playing against, man. That that that's the kind of stuff that when you're watching the tape, you're getting like, ah, ha, these guys get it. Yeah, that's what you got to do. And and Dallas, when Dallas was on that really good run where Dak was really in that MVP type run, that's what Dallas was doing. Man, they were creating space with their guys. They were running routes. They were taking guys. It's been everything we were begging for for years. Everything we're and they were executing it beautifully. And for two quarters, they completely forgot how to play football. Like bizarre, that. absolutely yeah. bizarre. And and look, I mean, you go back and you know on the rewatch, that was a gritty game from Dak. I mean, Dak yeah. was getting absolutely knocked around, and I mean, he had blood on his knee. I mean, you've talked about that. That's when you. That's when you're going to get the best Dak and. The offense definitely stalled, and that's a big reason why you lost it. And the defense gave up a ton of yards between the 20s. But if you're able to hold that Dolphins offense to five field goals and really just 22 points, you're feeling overall good about the win. You know, But credit Dak in the offense. At the end there, 
They're able to come back with a game-winning drive that could have been a game-winning drive. Unfortunately, it wasn't. It, this was fascinating. Bobby did some uh, some homework on this. Drives with a toucher target for C.D. Lamb and drives without. There were four drives that accounted for 45 plays, 277 yards, and yeah. 17 points where Lamb did get a target or a touch and, yeah. and because they ran the ball with him yeah. right at running yeah, back. Right. Five where he didn't resulted in 18 plays, 66 yards, three points. I mean, your offense was running through C.D. Lamb, and for whatever reason, and Jerry talking with Bobby and, and uh, R.J. earlier this morning, he didn't have an answer for it either. Well, see, that's when, you know, and, and Jerry's probably going to go in today, you know, with, with the holiday and everybody getting back. And listen, don't kill the general manager for taking Christmas off. I mean, it, it occasionally happens. But, you know, he's going to go in today and he's probably had an opportunity to sit down and watch the tape with the coaches. And he, they're going to try and explain to him what happened in the game. You know, and, and he'll have a better and he'll have a better understanding, hopefully, of, you know, why they went away with what they, with, with really what was working for them. Tyron Smith, an update uh, per Calvin Watkins. Tyron said his back is feeling better and that missing last game allowed his back to calm down. He didn't say it was a stinger, only saying it's yeah. a back issue. It feels better this week. Yeah, I, uh, I, two people just texted me back. Basically, I you know, I asked about 77 being hopeful for this week, and the answer was yes. So uh, that's kind of where we're at right now, and you never know until – they actually get uh, you know get lined up and, and ready to go on this Saturday night. Yeah, uh, and because he's not going to practice. No, you know, but not, I mean, that, they're, they're they're already into Wednesday, right? Today's their yes. Wednesday. So tomorrow, I'll tell him we be there Thursday, and I believe we're going to have Zach Martin with us tomorrow, right? Instead of his usual Thursday yeah, visit, he's going to move yeah. it up to a hump day visit. Yeah. with Zach Martin, and of course, it is a TD Tuesday here in the G Bag Nation. We'll have two guys, one booth. Coming up at 4 o'clock, TD Tuesday will be at 6.20 a little bit later. You know, a lot of the – I've seen a bunch of people asking, and this is something we talked about earlier in the year, Arizona. You know, Tyron Smith yeah. was out. And at Doga, at times, we believe he's probably a better guard than he is at tackle. So would you move Tyler Smith man. back out? But they're not going to do that. See, folks, this is – man, oh, this is where I wish I could sit down and watch with everybody. You know, with the – very blessed – very blessed to have the opportunity to get the film early. And if you folks get it on Wednesday or whenever it shows up, I think you'll see the same things I was seeing. You don't need to be a, a former scout to see what was going on in this football game. But I, I don't think Adoga's problems were all physical in this game. I think the mental stuff, and maybe, and, and you know, this is unfortunate because Adoga gets to practice all week. Yeah. But when, when the fur's flying and it's real game action and, Oh my gosh, they're blitzing guys here. And, you know, there's there's a couple of times where, you know, he okay, there was one time where he physically really got beat where where Chubb took him down inside. He was a one legged player. He got up on his on his left foot and he couldn't adjust back. And then uh, Chubb spun him the other way and Dak was able to kind of get rid of the football. But, you know, that's and I mean, I, I, I think it was more when, you know, if we got a chance to talk to Mike McCarthy right now. He would probably say he was more concerned about the mental mistakes that his team made in this game than the physical mistakes. You know, and and it wasn't that I, it, yeah, it I, wasn't I that Adoka was a turnstile or a sieve or anything like that. He the the mental plays were in key moments of the game, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the issue that you run into is and and he wasn't alone. He wasn't alone. Uh, you know, the, we, uh, the the center didn't play a particularly great game. You know, there was some 
it was times that he got overpowered. Well, Christian Wilkins had a field day. I mean, I thought well, him and Dak were actually going to fight each other at one point. Siler, is that how you were saying? Yeah, he, that, that dude is that, probably that, the most that, underrated defensive lineman that, in the NFL. That guy is a pain in the ass to deal he with. He sure is. Yeah, yeah, he really, really is. And so uh, I think if you sat down and, you, and we sat down and watched every single play with a Doga, we would go, oh, okay, plus, 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 maybe a minus there. That's a minus. And that's you know, how it is with offensive line, yeah, right? They can yeah. have a, a really good game, but there's and then three bad three, snaps. But those are the snaps that, that are and, and everyone's we, remembering. Yeah, and, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say you know everything was perfect with him, but it, it the physical side was not as bad as what the mental was. Well, and was, the mental was key was some key bust. The breakdown that you gave us earlier about kind of the reverse style stunt that the Dolphins yeah. are using, I wonder if that play now, in in hindsight, looking back on it, when he clearly blocks down inside yeah. instead of taking the outside rusher, if that was him trying to project ahead and say, okay, is that coming? I need to get in a better situation to try and handle that block. Instead, they didn't run it. And then he doesn't end up blocking his man along the edge. Yeah, I mean, the, the big bust he had was you could clearly see what's going on. Tyler Smith works out. Adoga goes back to the inside. You know, Prescott feels – I think Prescott feels like that he's got he's got the blitz accounted for. You know what I'm saying? Because it's to his backside. You know, and, and, and you see Ferguson's looking hot like, am I supposed to be looking for the ball here? You know, because he sees what's going on, and, you know, he, he decides he throws to Rico Dowdle because of the pressure. And Ferguson sees Long running by him. So he's, like, looking for the ball. Like, is Dak going to throw this thing hot to me? Uh, but, yeah, it, when you when you have a guy, uh, well, your guard works out and your tackle works back to the inside, uh, man, Dak had to feel like that he was he had the, the blitz accounted for. And it, it, it didn't roll out that way. Man, uh, so much more to get into when it comes to breaking down this Cowboys game. Luca, though, congratulations to him last night in the Mavericks. He eclipsed 10,000 career points. It It really is. In the first quarter to reach that milestone Mm -hmm. in 358 career games, that's the seventh fastest in NBA history, hit eight threes, uh, had 14 assists. I mean, what a difference it made just having Derek Lively back. Yeah. Another double-double for the young rookie. Mm. He missed the previous four games. THJ was really good. It, it got a little tense there in the third quarter. Oh, yeah. Phoenix certainly kind of oh, yeah. took that game back over, but uh, the Mavericks able to to get, collect themselves, rallied in the fourth, end up winning that one uh, and, and salvaging, you know, really Christmas because uh, yeah. I think we were all a little down in the dumps after what happened with the Cowboys, but... The Mavs making you feel a little bit better. And, yeah, big win against Phoenix. It was, it's interesting the numbers of KD throughout his career. I think he struggled against the Mavs, and he certainly had some big games here and there. But his numbers uh, against the Mavs compared to any other team in the National Basketball Association, I believe it was Chuck Cooperstein who, who was putting out the stat, struggled more against the Mavs than anybody else. And it's not like he hasn't been in the conference where he's playing against the Mavericks yeah. a ton. I mean, I guess he did spend some time in Brooklyn, but I found that interesting. And, of course, you got that miracle finish by the Stars the other night. They'll be back in action against the Blues, but holy hell, two goals in, what, 13 seconds? It was crazy, and you're just you're fighting. You're just trying to get that thing to overtime, and they managed to get it, and then now— They you, won it! And then you win it with basically, what, three seconds yes. left? I mean, it's crazy. Just, it, it was uh, It's incredible the way the Stars are playing, and credit to— uh, you know the stars fan base too, and they they do not they do not give the opponent an inch in that uh, no. in that arena. They you you know the way that they're able to hang in the game, the way they cheer and all that, and and they got rewarded. That was a very early Christmas present for uh for the Dallas Stars. But you know uh, Wedgwood continues to play at a very high level. You just worry about 
you know, with Otter was like, oh my gosh, there's gonna, is there going to be this huge drop off? And no, I mean the uh, Wedgwood's the, been good, and I Wedgwood's, think this break. I mean, I get it. Otter's hurt, but I think the break's going to be good for him. Yeah, I think it's going to help Wedgwood too because yeah. he's playing a lot more than he has in the past. But I'll tell you what, man. Uh, actually, the pipe was his best friend the other night in that one too, man. Or yes, <laughs> in the in the afternoon, boy, because that thing was there was some there were plenty of plenty of shots that were. They were hitting off that pipe. All right, we got G-Bag of the Day coming up at 2.30. Do we have any bet payoffs after another week of G-Bag Survivor and some winners and losers from Week 16 of the NFL? That's next in the fam. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Just minutes away from G-Bag of the Day here in uh, the G-Bag Nation. We do need to go through and sort out some business here. We do our G-Bag Survivor picks. Now, Eric and Gavin are out. Uh, I think Eric will be back on Friday this week, but uh, both of them on assignment, family duty, taking advantage of the holidays here. Hopefully, everybody had a Merry Christmas. Uh, and, you know, the Cowboys losing, I think, always adds a little bit of a sour taste, but I hope you were able to salvage that. 877-881-1053. Who is a big winner for you? Maybe who is a big loser over the NFL weekend? But we were both in the clear here. And it got dicey for us, Brian. Because we both it, it did. The Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And Green Bay was up pretty big. And the next thing you, you look up, it's like, what the hell? Carolina has now tied the game at 30, but Green Bay able to get a, a game-winning field goal. Bryce Young playing one of his best games as a rookie in a losing effort. Aaron Jones was good on the ground. But the Packers saved us from doing a bet payoff. Unfortunately, Gavin and Eric, not as lucky. No, okay, now I'm doing some house cleaning here, as you'd like to say. Okay, I'm looking back. I don't think we've done a bet payoff since week 11. Yeah, we've, we've well, a lot of... We, we have it. We, we, there was some time where... A lot of was, crap going on there in There was this. a holiday during... Yeah, we took a, we took a break weeks. People 12, were taking sabbaticals. 13, right? So we took a two-week <laughs> sabbatical. Okay, I lost a bet payoff in week 11, uh-huh. which I have to pay... That's either uh, that's Tolo drunkenness yeah. with, with the Tolos on our remote, remote. remote, which I probably will do, which because you guys voted for it, yeah. right? They voted for they it. Voted, they, they, spoke, they wanted you to do it spoke. out in public. Okay, okay. I've got a bet, and now we've got so I've got two bet payoffs. I've got I I lost in week eleven and week fifteen. So I've got okay. two. I've got two. I've got to do. And I believe that now Eric and Gavin have two. Yes, and you're the only one that's in the clear. Woo! 
Let's go. So Gavin and Eric have lost weeks uh, 15 and week 16. So those back to back. So yeah, we've got some. We've got mm. some. We got some double bet payoffs going off uh, here pretty soon. Yeah, Gavin. When everybody Eric. gets back on. Uh, Gonna be crazy. They Back both the went with the Broncos, and yeah. uh, it looked like the Patriots were gonna cruise to victory. Broncos end up coming back, and then you had a game-winning field goal from Chad Ryland, 56 yards in the final seconds to give New England that game. So big he, win. He, he missed like an extra point. He missed a uh, he missed a short the field goal. Special teams was bonkers in that game. I mean, we were watching a little bit of it. I mean, Zeke had himself a pretty solid game yeah. as well. We were doing the post-game show watching some of that, and then I'm driving home, trying to follow it a little bit. Eventually, I get home, I catch the very end of it. I was like, what the hell? I think there was a fumble uh, return for a touchdown on a muffed punt by our guy Marvin Mims, and Mims came back, I think caught a touchdown. The next play, that's Frisco Lone Star Zone, formerly of Oklahoma. But then yesterday, what a a big loss for Kansas City. 20-14, to they lose to the Raiders. I know on this airwaves, I... I said I thought Denver was going to win the AFC West. You did. And I just threw it out there. And Denver didn't hold up their end of the bargain. No, they got clobbered Kansas by City, Detroit. Kansas City's last, holding up their end. Is this three of the last five, right, that they've lost? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that looks like a completely different team right now yeah. as we speak. The Raiders now at 7-8. and eight. I mean, I don't think they've got any chance realistically to make the postseason in the AFC now. But, man, yeah, the Chiefs at 9-6. and six. The Giants... Had us alive for a little bit. You know, if you're watching Rooting for Philly Demise, which I believe we always are, Terod Taylor comes out there, throws a big touchdown to Darius Slayton. It's now all of a sudden, okay, 30-25. to 25. And at the end of there, that final drive for the Giants, you could have had a couple of pass interference calls. Oh, man, that yeah. Unfortunately, the refs decided, nah, we'll leave it in our pocket let they, these guys play. They let him, that, that final, final pass of the game, man, there was a lot of pushing and shoving going on down the field. Uh, for positioning, but those officials, I, I've yet to see anybody get a call on a pass interference penalty on a final throw of a game. It was bizarre. It's just crazy how that works out. But uh, do you feel a little better that maybe the Giants could win a game at the Meadowlands in the final week of the season? I feel a little better, even though it's. I think I think the Tommy Cutlets is is done. Th- oh, it's got to be. It's got to be over. Now. It's got to be the other guy, right? The passing Paisano is no more. Yeah, I think they're going to rock with Taylor. He got benched, and you know, we'll talk more during NFL News of the Day with exactly what Brian Dayball said, but I don't know that we're going to see Tommy Cutlets again unless something happens to Taylor or uh, maybe he you know, stink, puts out a stinker out there and they decide, you know what, we'll put uh, Tommy DeVito back out. But the big story, we were all looking forward to Ravens 49ers and four interceptions thrown by Brock Purdy, but you and I did pick the Ravens in this one because of the running quarterback element, and when – the 49ers defense has struggled at times. You know, Kyler Murray's running around making plays against for Arizona against them. Lamar Jackson was making some of those defenders look silly. I mean, there was a play Chase Young wins off the, off the line, and Lamar Jackson darts and reverses field, and Chase Young is trying to tackle air as Lamar Jackson runs away from him. And his ability to extend plays really helped Baltimore win that football game, and their defense continued to shine as Baltimore saying, we're the best team in the National Football League right now through 16 weeks. 33-19, to they get a big road win in San Francisco. Didn't it seem like that Brock Purdy wanted to throw about seven interceptions that game? He was trying. He really was, man. I mean, that was a, uh, you know, give McDonald, the defensive coordinator, a lot of credit there in Baltimore. That's, man, and how about this, though? Baltimore, big win 
in San Francisco, you know, kind of get some setup going the right direction. Now the Dolphins come to town next week, basically playing for the number one overall seed, yeah. right? Baltimore wins, they clinch the one seed. And they've been really good at M&T Bank Stadium. Oh, yeah. Well, they've been good all year. They have, but you look, they've you got get their a pretty schedule. home field advantage. There. You look at their schedule, man. I mean, and by the way, the look teams at they beaten? San Francisco's, what, San Francisco has, what, four losses this year? They do now, yes. Or five now. Five now. Is it five? No, it's four. Yeah, four. they're 11 and four. They're 11 and four. They're the same. Uh, three of the five. On the Eagles, technically, three of the win. five losses then have been, or three of the four losses the four. have been against uh, uh, NFC North. They lost to Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Baltimore. Jeez. They mauled Pittsburgh in opening day 30 to seven, I believe is what that one was. Yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, three of their four losses. But to your point, the Ravens now have seven wins by 14 or more points this season. All of those teams that they beat are above 500. Houston, Cleveland, who's looking really good. Yeah. Detroit, who the Cowboys are about to play and have won the NFC North for the first time since 1993. Seattle, who right now is in the postseason. Cincinnati, Jacksonville, and now San Francisco. No team in NFL history has had more than five regular season wins by 14-plus points against teams that finished the season with a winning record. Ravens certainly have a chance to make history. What a performance by them yesterday wow. against uh, San Francisco. And uh, very quickly before we go to G-Bag of the Day, yep, 9-4-0, I agree. Brian and I actually were just talking about that Tony Pollard run opening drive where literally half of his entire lower body gets into the end zone. Ball doesn't yeah. cross, but when you go back and rewatch it, it did seem like he oh, should have just taken it to the pylon. Just run is, is hard. I'll tell you another one. How about the one that the Cooks, I think Cooks before that, Cooks had a chance to get to the Oh, corner. yeah. Yes, it, they, it, they gave it, it to him kind of on a jet sweep. Yeah, he had a chance, and he let he let Ramsey knock him out of bounds. One wow. of the last dudes that wants to tackle, you know, <laughs> it, it, he lets Ramsey, and it, it, they made two back-to-back stops. Really down there, tight that you know could have could have gone uh, could have gone to Cowboys mm. way, but didn't. All right, let's throw things to Lucius Alexander for today's G bag of the day. You guys have a fantastic. Well, you know, I, did you guys have a fantastic holiday? No, Christmas was good. It okay. really was. It really it was. was. Good. I mean, by listening to you guys for the past thirty minutes, you know, I, I can get it. Yeah. I get it. It was. I, I will got, say, I got think rattled. You know. we, we were very ready to be done. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, Lucian. It was like seven forty, and I knew we had to go to nine thirty. And literally, I would have, I would have paid somebody to come up here and do the show for yeah. me. I would said, "Here's a thousand bucks. Come up here and do the show it's for me." It's still on you. I can hear it. It's still on you. <laughs> it's tough, man. Look what you do to us, cowboys. Yeah, they beat you down a little bit. They beat you down. <laughs> Hey, beat you down. All right, our winner of G Bag of the Day is a East Coast Saints fan. Uh, <laughs> who that nation stand up right here? He's heated at Derek Carr. Next week, Derek Carr was talking about him and his son doing math homework together and all this bullshit. I hope his son does math homework better than his mother plays quarterback. Because if he don't, he ain't getting out the first grade, you know, and then he started giving all these life lessons and all this fake positivity. Who the f*** he thinks he is, Joel Osteen? You know, you want to go be a preacher, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, you can rob more people out of that money. You already got the Saints for $100 million. And where the f*** did Money Mickey find Blake Groupie, the f- North Pole? Maybe if he could steal over the f***ing line, he could hit a couple of kicks, <laughs> you know? We got one of Santa's helpers as a kicker. I mean, what's he ride to the games in a car seat? He, he looks like he ain't made his first communion yet, and he's out here kicking for the fucking Saints. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? 
Lucius, is this a like a post game show, or is yeah. this like a call in? Yeah, it's a call in little situation. Not a post game show. It's just call in. See, because conversation. I would love to hear one of these like on ours, but you couldn't get past the first f bomb, right? Probably you would no, like no. Peyton like would Peyton, Peyton would drop him yeah. on the yeah. first f bomb. Yeah. yeah, you got 16 seconds. So what you got? We wouldn't have two curse words. In yeah, that too. I gotta we, let you go, bro. We won't yeah. have any phones. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. I was just curious. So it's like, I was ready for one of our fans to do something like mm. that. No, they on their way. Yeah. They're on Let's their way. <laughs> Let's see what happens Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. They're yeah. on their Lose way. The Lions at home. <laughs> We're be feeling it. Yeah. Just you wait, Broadus. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the 2023 Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Oh. With their color commentator's name is Orlando Franklin. He had to pee. Yard line. A Hawaii homecoming. For San Jose State, Chevin Cordero. I'm going to run to the bathroom. <laughs> Thank you for that announcement. Just <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows, I'm going to run to the bathroom if I'm late. That's why. Yeah. No. Let it be known. Let All it right. be known. Broadus, this is the moment you've been waiting for. Uh-huh. You had to get somebody. Oh, no. You had to do a little straightening during the post-game show, right? Not Just a little the, straightening. Not the lady, right? Not the lady. Not the lady. Yeah, man. Uh, Cowboys post-game show, our very own Brian Broaddus had, had to do a little straightening. She was coming at the whole crew. Yes, she was. She was. We saw exactly what you guys saw. But this station, to represent the Dallas Cowboys as the, the Dallas Cowboy radio station, you guys are too negative. Ma'am, ma'am, what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? You not you want us to just homer this thing up the whole time? Brian, I mean, I'm not asking you to homer anything. What I'm saying as a person listening, yeah. you're negative. Well, then I, I'm, I'm sorry. The yeah, but, no love from this station, whether he what? wins or he doesn't. I, I disagree. You, you don't. You don't listen win. all the time. Then you do not listen all the I time. Do listen all the time. You do not because. Eleven hours a day, so ma'am, it's on one hundred five point three. Ma'am, yes, sir. ma'am, the, the thing about it is, I think this station has been fair when it comes to criticism of this football so. team. Well, then, then I, don't you, I, so. I don't. Then I don't agree with you either, ma'am. I really I'm don't. That's fine. I'm not here to argue with. I'm, just I'm not. No, I'm. But no, I'm just. That's what I'm doing. No, no, you, you, I'm no, you came towards opinion. us and you say that we're negative all the time. I don't think there's there's listeners to this station that are that like if you sit there and homer it up all the time, it's like. Well, wait a minute. What are you doing here? Why are you, why are you doing in that? I think we've been fair with this. Yeah. Uh, Don't you hate listening back to your old conversations and arguments and stuff like that, brother? You know what, man? At that point in time, I, I, I really do appreciate her call. But I feel like that there's been at times when they played well. I think we've, the last seven weeks, I think I've given Mike McCarthy more credit than anything, anytime at the whole, during the whole season with Dak. When they play well, I yeah. I appreciated all the text saying uh, how much of a homer I am. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Take that up. Wolchek goes. Wolchek goes. It's so funny. We're sitting here. Wolchek goes. Man, the text is saying I'm a big homer, and I'm like, yeah, you kind of are. Well, I mean, you don't go to a Super Bowl or, or an NFC Championship game for damn near 30 years. You yeah. deserve to be criticized a little bit. I mean, yeah. if you're okay with just going to the divisional playoff round, then yeah, we'll kiss their ass for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the Kelsey Bros, the New Heights podcast. I'm voting for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know the water guys, like uh, the the Gatorade dudes and whatever. Yeah, when out there in the field, yeah. they run out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. The water bottles. Yeah, you seen this clip right here? They're talking about the water bottle guys. Whole lot of <laughs> ayo in this clip. Whole lot of ayo in this clip. Check it out. Why don't players squirt their own water? Hey, that is such a good question. <laughs> Honestly. 
somebody comes up to me with it already like right here yeah and all they got to do is just go around from person to person and just like do you want one i can shoot you real quick yeah it's way easier than handing the bottle and handing it I don't know. It's maybe not that much easier, but it is convenient. You kind of just know when somebody reaches up to squirt you to open up your mouth. Mm. Squirt, yeah. And then you just get squirted. <laughs> but you don't always, like, they don't have to do the squirting. You can do the squirting sometimes. But, you know, when you develop a relationship, you just know oh. when you're about to get squirted on. You develop the relationship. Yeah. You got to have a good relationship with the person squirting. Jeez. Yeah. You don't want to just be letting rando squirt on you i'll let a teammate squirt me sometimes hey yo i got <laughs> they, were having, juicy. they were having fun with that yeah, one. They, sure they were fun. having a lot of fun that was fun my man said they're getting juicy sports, <laughs> you gotta sports, relax. <laughs> sports, <laughs> sports can do that to you right yeah. 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 all right let's get it out of here man because right. uh, we want to keep our breaks because yeah yeah brian's got a whole lot to say coming up next. Yeah, sure he's in the holiday call in and argue with brian <laughs> all you want get back in here maybe we open up the phones but right, is our rating champ who that nation caller uh is it franklin oh, had to go pee <laughs> crusty during post game or uh the water squirters where are you, where are you going lucius uh who that who that brian i'm going with the water squirters right. uh i'm gonna go with the water <laughs> me too okay for a vote of two to one it is the new heights podcast with the kelsey's about the water squirting that is our new g bag of the day champion you, you missed it we always replay that during la live coming up at 5 40 all right it is time for crusty's corner where are we going with that i'm gonna be super positive about this cowboy loss Woo-hoo! let's talk about that next old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill Black ice and a good polar vortex? (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Yeah, shout out to Big Surge uh, in the Twitch chat. He said, uh, well, he almost slammed on someone in those Colin segments during the post game. He said, uh, quote, Colin with something better next time. 
and I did. Did you what? say that? I did. It well, it was the or guy. Or you want to catch me outside? It was the guy that's like, you know, we got a big game against the Lions next week. Oh, that's right. Week. That's right. He just. It's like, yeah, dude. He, he turned the page real quick. We've got an entire week to talk about that. This is the post game show for the game that just happened. We're going to talk about what just happened <laughs> in the game they just played, and then we'll talk about the Lions for the ensuing week. Okay. How did so, you? What how the did hell? you like doing the uh, the pre and the post game show? Well, how did you feel about nine about nine twenty five? I was ready to just <laughs> cry <laughs> and take a shot, and yeah. I might have had a lot when, when I got home that night. Uh, yeah. It definitely, yes. I mean, after a loss like that, certainly didn't make it any easier. But I appreciate all the all the support and feedback and conversation we get from everybody. I mean, we're we're in it together, and it's never fun to lose like that. But we always can turn to our guy, King of the Crusties, Brian Broaddus, to break it all down and let us know exactly why this happened and why this didn't. And it's time now for Crusty's Corner. Appreciate that there, Wooly Bully. Um, never easy on the autopsies when, you know, when it's, you know, but that's that's the way to learn. You do your best to try and learn what happened along the way. What do you think, what do you think Tua's percentage was or... What do you think his his numbers were when he was blitzed in this game? Oh, I would say he was he he was blitzed only ten percent of this game. He faced a blitz only ten percent of the of the snaps. I would I would say bad. I mean, his numbers this season have been really poor when he's yeah. been pressured and, and blitzed. Yeah. So I, I would say not good. He was one of four for eighteen yeah, yards. Yeah, he averaged four and a half yards of, four and a half yards of completion. Why do you blitz him? Ten percent of the time, maybe blitzing more when you're one for I, four. Yeah, I, th- th- you know, the numbers. You look at it when. Okay, how about this? When when he, when he faced pressure. It's two of eight, for sixty four yards. It's eight yards of completion. You know, twenty five percent completion percentage. Two of eight when pressured. When he wasn't pressured, he was twenty two of twenty nine. For two hundred twenty nine yards, one touchdown. That's to me. I'm, I'm kind of wondering. Did we miss something here? Did we miss an opportunity? Were you so, were you so uh, concerned about their weapons and their the weapons. speed? Yeah, I mean, early in that game, like the hill drop that we had, man. It you talk about that that first the first series or you know. I guess it's first series for the well, yeah, I mean, right I think, off the goal line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then I think it was third and eight, and they popped that big 50-yard chunk to yeah. Waddle. Oh, it's back-to-back, yeah. But they, the, the hill drop, you talk about a creative design to create space for him because, man, they they could they could have that, – that, okay, the Dolphins caught a break anyway because Lamb is holding Parsons. I mean, he's tackling him. He's tackling the guy, you know, and they don't – and they get the ball off. But what they do is they move in goal, they motion him out wide, and it forces Bland to go with him to, to widen. Okay. And they created, they put so much pressure. They put so much pressure. They're, they're, Dallas is in too deep. And it's, again, one of those games where a couple of times, I don't know what Wilson was looking at. You know, because, I mean, he, he never... He never reacted to Hill running that route, that vertical route, to help Bland. I mean, he's got to help. I mean, Hooker's on the other side of the field, and he gets he's trying to get – he can't. I mean, there's no way he gets over, but I just wonder sometimes 
with Wilson, you know, they play him these two deep looks, and you wonder what what's happening. The same thing on the Waddle play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that was on Gilmore on the other yeah, side. Yeah, it was. There was it, no safety that, help there. That, that was just an attack on Gilmore. What that one was. Waddle runs right by him. I mean, he just flat runs right by him. But you got Wilson again to that side that's supposedly on the hash to help. And he turns to his right. inside. They got everything covered inside. There's no reason for him to turn to the inside. Your threat is to the outside there. It's Waddle. Help your, help your guy there. You know, turn your hips to the left, get depth, play the angle, and go defend the ball. But, again... He, you know, he turned, that's a 50 yard gain right there. It's huge. Yeah. I'll tell you where Dallas did a pretty good job though, too, is playing run defense in this game. That is a bright spot because we were worried about it. Yeah. And after what happened with Buffalo, I mean, they held Miami to under a hundred yards as yeah. a team. And I, I'll tell you what, the plan for the Dolphins was clearly the perimeter run, clearly the perimeter run. And there were a couple of times, the one time with, uh, with Jordan Lewis, he had a tackle for a loss on a negative three play. And you look at, you talk about, you know, to play run defense. Remember earlier, guys, we were saying linebackers play with anticipation, play with awareness, play with an understanding. That's what Jordan Lewis did on that. They, they're going to toss the ball to, uh, you know, they're going to try and run a, a crack toss to Moster. And Lewis just knows exactly what's happening. He knows he's, uh, my man Chosen, wide receiver. Yes, Chosen Anderson. Chosen Anderson is uh, going to crack. His last name's Chosen. It's not his first name is. Uh, uh, no, he. he it's, uh, it is. It's Chosen Anderson. Well, is it, does he just go Robert Chosen? I thought he changed it to Chosen Anderson. But he's Chos- putting, he's putting Chosen like, on the back of the jersey. Yeah, it's, okay. Well, it, it's Cho- yeah, it's Chosen. I thought it was Chosen because I saw him on the back no, of his jersey. Yeah, he, he literally anyway, changed it to Chosen. Yeah, it's crazy, but hey, good for him. He's That's the way he And feels. he's fast. Good for him. That's another speed player they've got. Yeah, but they could try a crack toss. And Lewis reads the play the whole way. Knife's down inside, beats the block right there. You know? I mean that, that that's what you got to do right there. to play run defense you got to you got to you got to play with some yeah. your anticipation hooker I mean I've been super super critical of hooker's play you know and the last several weeks he's done a pretty damn good job they're going to run toss left and so they this is down on the goal line and Lawrence takes on two blockers and then you get hooker is again anticipation seeing what's going on He's going to attack the edge, and he's going to beat Armstead, the tackle, who gets outside to the corner, and he's going to cut down Moser for another loss of three. And so right there, there you go. That's what you got to have. You got to have that ability to make those stops down there, you know, when teams are going to try and run the ball on the edge, play with the anticipation, play with the awareness, get to the spot you need to be. The fourth down stop that they make. Another excellent play for the Cowboys. This is this is well played by the defense. They're not going to allow Hill to shake loose on the in the tight red zone. He hides and then he kind of motions and then he motions again. And, and what happens is Hooker and Wilson are both like they're both responsible for him. They're playing like a bracket coverage on okay. him, and so they're not going to let him get away. So when you see Hooker, uh, excuse me, when you see Will, uh, Hill come in motion. And you know he he runs motion fast. You should see Hooker. Both of them are flying 
to, to make sure that they stay in position on the play because they're so scared of the explosiveness of Hill off the line. So they create a bracket on him. Tua took the tougher throw to try and get for Wilson on the fade. But Wanye Thomas, great job of staying wide on the play, forcing forcing Wilson uh, the play. to the edge right there. So good job with uh, with that on the fourth down play. Okay, they ran the ball at Parsons a couple of different times in this football game. And when we've seen Parsons been bad against the run, where has he been lined up? At end. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. They got him a couple of times on the end. He One time he reads, it was a gain of six, uh, where it, it happened two straight, well, two times in a row when they ran the ball at him. They pulled the backside guard, and he's so aggressive stepping down inside, they hooked him both times. And the second time, you could see him just like MFing himself. Yeah. Because he's like, how could I let that happen to me again? You know? he You can just see it. I mean, he 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 knows I'm not supposed to go down inside, and then he sees the puller, and he's like, oh, no, I just gave this thing up. So that that was unfortunate right there for him. But I will say this. As an off-ball linebacker, he had a couple – Couple of different, a uh, couple of really good plays. He did, and, and that was a nice adjustment there from DQ. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, you know, that that was that was one of those things. Like we knew that when you put him like off ball, that he could create pressure. Eichenberg, the center. Yeah, there was one time where they're trying to throw the ball to Waddle in the flat, and Parsons. We all knew the idea. Eichenberg, the center, was going to have problems dealing with Parsons one on one, and Parsons went, was right over the nose. And he went right around him, and Tua had to throw the ball away. He throws the ball wide to Watt on the flat. Incomplete right there. So, good job by Parsons playing. They, as a matter of fact, they played him off ball two snaps, and there was a negative two on the play is what they, is what they do. So, Parsons did a, a really good job. He did the second like one it. was Mozzie Smith and Lawrence do a really good job of holding the, uh, the point of attack. You got Parsons playing off ball, as I mentioned. And they're going to run the ball at Lawrence and Mozzie, and Mozzie just hold up really, really well. Parsons, what does he do? He knifes down inside. He beats Cotton in the spot. And now A-chain the tackle, loss of one. So there you go, right there. Parsons playing a little off ball, taking advantage of, you know, good anticipation, good read, good quickness, good job by Lawrence and a little bit of Mozzie Smith, too, to hold up at the point of attack, not to give uh, that uh, give that away. All right. Mostert's uh, uh, TD catch, mm-hmm. this one bothered me because there's mass confusion by the Cowboys linebacker and secondary on this one. Gilmore gets picked by his own guy again. He gets picked by Lewis. Lewis is waiting for the crosser. And here's, here's Gilmore trying to get across the back of the end zone. He gets picked. All right. So Mostert, Mostert is moving from his left to his right. That takes Bell, the motion takes Bell and Curse out of position. And then all of a sudden, Curse and then Mostert comes back underneath to his left. So he goes left, right, and then back underneath. Really nice little design. But the responsibility is on Curse. Curse doesn't react until it's too late. Mostert's already out into the flat. Ball is out. It's a four-yard touchdown. But really, the movement of... One player affected the Cowboys down in that tight red zone area, but they, you know, for the most part, man, they they hung in there. 
and did what they had to do against the run defense. I wish Dan Quinn would have blitzed more in this game because that clearly was the 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 opportunities or when it happened in the game, that's when the struggles for uh, Tua seemed to come to a head. Thank you very much, Brian. We'll get back uh, more of that at 5 o'clock as well, yeah. more yeah. on your film breakdown. All right, let's do some NFL news of the day. One NFC exec calling out the Cowboys, and have you ever seen this before? That's next on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.